0: Hello, and welcome to The Yoga Corner. I'm Shelby Phoenix. I'm a yoga instructor, life coach, and founder of The Yoga Corner. I help you find unshakable self-trust and manifest a lifestyle as a yoga entrepreneur. In my podcast, Yoga Corner Chats, I have real conversations with women about their wellness and entrepreneurship journeys. So get cozy and listen in, because the next chat is starting now. Hello friends. Thank you for joining me again on Yoga Corner Chats. If you have made it this far in season one, I want to send you so much gratitude. I know that the first several episodes are really rough cuts. I am learning to podcast as I go and practicing starting before I'm even ready. With that being said, I just wanted to let you know that the audio on this podcast is a little rough. We had some Wi-Fi connection issues, and I'm learning to edit my podcast now using GarageBand, another skill I'm learning. So I'm getting a new Wi-Fi router, so hopefully the next recording should be a little bit of higher quality. But again, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and follow this podcast for more conversations with women about their wellness and entrepreneurship journeys. And without further ado, here is your episode. Hello, everyone. Good morning and happy Thursday, February 9th. My name is Shelby Phoenix. I'm a yoga teacher and life coach, and I help you overcome fear and self-doubt so you can find unshakable self-trust. Joined by Danny Schaust. Danny is an experienced climate professional, yoga teacher, and the founder of Dharma with Danny. She believes her Dharma or mission in life is to empower people and the planet, both on and off the yoga mat. Dharma with Danny. Danny works at the intersection of climate and personal resilience, empowering climate professionals to prioritize their mental health, as well as equipping everyday folks with the knowledge and pathways to address climate change in their communities, centering personal resilience and wellness every step of the way. Well, the first thing I'd like to start off with is giving you the opportunity to introduce yourself and your pronouns. And
1: I'm the founder and CEO of Dharma with Danny. So what I feel my Dharma or mission in life is, is to empower people and the planet, both on and off the yoga mat. And the way that I do that is that I help people going through burnout, deal with their personal resilience, right? Start to heal some of those wounds and recover. And then helping everyday folks who might feel overwhelmed or kind of unsure of where to start working on change find their
0: personal climate action plan. Yeah. Oh, so I remember, I don't know how long ago it was, but we connected. (laughs) I think I asked you to do a market research interview or something. And the reason that I was like attracted to your energy and your like, what I could see on your Instagram page was that I could see that you were a yoga teacher with a mission um and I had never heard of another yoga teacher who specifically was working mm-hmm. in the intersection of like yoga and climate change so I'm wondering great question how this all came yeah. to be how did you I bring these say, things all together
1: I've been in the environmental <laughs> field for almost 15 years um started like a paper recycling program on my high I'm that kind of person. And so always been kind of, like, nerdy and interested in this stuff. Went to college for (laughs) it, it. right? Was totally on that trajectory of, like, I'm going to work for a nonprofit or local government or a business and, like, help them be more green. And I've been doing that over the years. But the field of sustainability and climate change has really become more and more important, right, as we see all of this, like, frankly frustrating and stressful news about where we need to be globally and how far from that mark we are. And so there's more and more pressure put onto existing professionals yeah. in my space that we have to do more with like not enough resources yeah. and not enough people. And so I found myself in like late twenty seventeen, early twenty eighteen just feeling totally burnt out. I was in the middle of hole working multiple jobs like trying to Uh help other people by helping myself get some more education and I was just so burned out that I was like seriously contemplating leaving the field and becoming a bartender full-time being like I give up I'm done this is and practicing yoga at that point for about five (laughs) or six years you know had a personal practice really loved it I was all about hot yoga at the time and really found that it was the thing that was helping me heal myself and stay in this, right? Like, stay in this fight to make the world a better place. Mm. And I just got more and more into my yoga. Um, I actually, during 2020, obviously kept practicing online because of the pandemic. But I took, like, a what I would call, like, a mini teacher training. It was not a teacher training, but it was sort of, like, the precursor to it. Because starting to realize how much of the ethics of my yoga – Aligned yeah. well with the ethics of caring about the environment and caring about people. And so I came out of that summer, like, I'm becoming a yoga teacher yeah. when this thing is over, like, I'm doing it. And so in 2021, I, like, made my down payment, and I went for it. I became a yoga teacher. And during that process, it was kind of at, like, a, a decision yeah. point again. I had kind of dealt with a lot of the root issues I was dealing with, and more or less had healed my burnout, but I'd realized that my industry just wasn't there. Like it wasn't caught up to work-life balance and ethical payment across the board. Right. And yeah. I realized we need to fix this in order to right. keep people in this and bring more people in to the conversation. Cause we don't all need to be like, government sustainability managers right we don't all need that job but we need everybody doing their part whatever that like and so i realized i needed to become a yoga teacher right. and i was wanting to teach yoga i realized the combination of my ethics there that i there was a population of folks who would really benefit from these tools
0: yeah and so i just
1: started kind of like hiking and thinking about ideas and then realized i was building a business like right as i graduated
0: When we met the first time, you, I believe, were still in your career working um, in that field. And you were kind of, like, preparing for your transition. Like, you had taken some action steps to, like, get yourself closer to that goal. So, and, like, there was one thing you said in the first meeting. And it was, like, a conversation you had with someone where it was, like, you either have to choose between your like passion for climate mm-hmm. change or your like health and yeah. yourself and like you know being fully human. Like Yeah. Yeah and that you were like I don't accept that. Like I can have
1: both. Basically what was said to me was you need to decide if your passion for this work outweighs your self preservation. And I was just stunned and floored By that statement, yeah. But what it did is, it really spurred me into action to realize, like, I need to get serious about this business because this is a systemic problem. I know in, but in lots lots of other industries, right? With nurses and healthcare, with teachers and education, right? Like, we do not have realistic work expectations for people, and in order for us to not all just like rage quit our jobs, we need to work. On our personal boundaries and our personal wellness, open so yeah. up because we can't all quit our jobs, right? Um, so I realized yeah. the need, and I got serious about it. I started yes. working with a mentor of mine to actually like build my business and get that foundation in place. And then I left my full-time job in December of last year. Thanks.
0: Yeah, that's so exciting! <laughs> Congratulations. How yeah. Did that- uh,
1: I honestly it feels really How good it feel. you know, it's I, still very new <laughs> <feel> like part-time <laughs> positions that all align with my values and what I'm trying to do but it gives me that freedom that flexibility to really focus on the work that I feel I'm meant to be doing here on earth so yeah
0: it's been good yeah yeah I think the where is freedom and flexibility are like across the board yeah. <laughs> like just things that are so missing from our lives. And, and yeah, like teachers and nurses and all of this. Like I have had similar conversations to the one you had yeah. where I was like, okay, this nothing's changing here. Yeah. So if yeah. I want to Pretty make much an impact, I, I have and to I, build something I knew there nice. were a lot of
1: yoga teachers out there, right? We know this. Um, but I knew that the reason someone would maybe want to work with me, people, right, is because they too were dealing with burnout or they too cared about the environment and wanted to do something. Doesn't matter what it is, but they may not know where to start. And so I knew that I could really be of service in that kind of intersection because going would be like probably coming up with a new modality of yoga that I I can't envision that at this this moment. I'm probably the founder of climate yoga or I'll let you know if I I do. (laughs) I realized i can i'll sign up for service her. right just <laughs> help people where they are wherever they are in their journey with yoga yeah. climate or both
0: so the climate industry from an outsider perspective is very unique you know similar to some of the other fields we described where there's that like burnout and pressure and like maybe not the respect or pay that's deserved to compensate for that mm-hmm. but in the industry you are in it feels like that might be amplified just because it's like the biggest it's like the whole earth it like it's a big problem
1: Um, part of it is like getting comfortable especially as like i am a cisgender white woman i understand i have some privilege there but there are a lot of men in the field as well and so getting comfortable of like advocating for what I know my worth is when I'm like pitching myself to clients, right? This is my hourly rate. This is my project rate and being about it. I'm always flexible to some extent, but just knowing what I'm worth and not being afraid to ask that and know that I can walk away from something. And if it's not a good fit, then it's not a good fit, right? Like saying no to someone used to scare me, but as I've gotten better at it, I've learned that. Saying no to that one person that's not the right Mm. fit is going to open the door to, like, this amazing opportunity that I could have never taken if I had said yes to the other opportunity. And I think the second part of what you're asking, what I heard you ask is, like, how do I envision finding this balance and still making an impact? Is that what you were asking? Yeah. So I guess what I have kind of learned because of my yoga, yeah. and because of my personal burnout healing process is that there's this feeling of, and I know this is not just my industry, but I can only speak to my lived experience. There's this feeling that I guess we all feel in our jobs, whatever they are in climate change and sustainability that like, if I don't do X, Y, and Z, we're not going to be, our goal of like solving the climate crisis, like we have this in our minds. I don't know if it's because of like capitalism okay. or the way that our like educational system is set up, but we have this idea of that we have to be the one to solve climate change. And if we're not working as hard as possible at all times, we. And when I started to step back and like untangle yeah. that web and mess in my right. own head, I realized that's capitalism. That's white. see that's colonialism and it's also the ego right and so much ego is like realizing what's your job to do and what's not your job to do like I know that I am not meant to do right certain jobs within this field because I just don't have the skills that doesn't mean I'm lesser than it means I have a different skill set and way to reach people and get them motivated to action so I've learned it's my job to do my part, but also motivate others. Yeah. The ripple effect. Exactly. I explain this to people all the time. Like like, I do one thing that motivates one person and then five people and out from there, because I cannot solve the climate crisis by myself, you know, can't do it, but we can all do our part
0: and put the pressure on the institutions to do better as well. Yeah. And I, I see I was an art teacher and in kids at a certain age they s- get scared to make anything because they think it's not gonna be perfect like and if it's not gonna yeah. be perfect what's the point of even putting the pen to paper at all and I can see that and like, light of doing any call it
1: in climate change and sustainability we call it like that kind of gloom and doom it's not climate but it's almost like that well the problem's mm. so big like mm. let's not even try like we can't do anything and to me that's that's not the solution yeah like we have to do whatever we can in our sphere of influence knowing that we're not going to be the one to maybe make the only
0: right. thing that needs
1: to happen happen but that if we all do that piece It's going to get us even closer and we need to do what work that we're here to do, whatever that is, no matter how hard or easy it is from day to day. And so that's where, again, those like personal resilience tools come in. Even if you're not in burnout, right? Like you still need to be doing yourself here, not just the bubble baths, but like therapy and the water. And the doctor's appointments and like taking a nap, for Christ's yes. sake. Like, go take a nap, people. So for me, what does personally, personal resilience
0: it's mean making sure
1: that not any one aspect of my life is taking over. So I kind of jokingly call myself a recovering mm. workaholic. But I, because there's a lot of truth to that, that I used to be so hyper-focused <laughs> because of the field that I was in and because of just who I am as a person... Like a very heart-centered mission focused person i would work 40 50 60 sometimes like 70 hour weeks and everything else would fall by the wayside right like wouldn't get the basic human tasks done around my home but i also was just exhausted and not sleeping well and not working out and just like anxiety attacks i used to have panic in future like a previous job in the bathroom during I'd have to, like, go in the bathroom, have a little panic pack, do my box breathing, yeah. and then back in. And I was just like, this is not sustainable. Yeah. For me, it's keeping everything in balance, not going <laughs> not for perfection, okay. but just sort of, like, checking in with myself constantly of, have I been doing those basic Maslow's hierarchy of needs? And then working my way up to, what do I need to feel yeah. joy? beyond just like
0: productivity Mm -hmm. yeah and like I think part of like this like capitalistic point of view is like (sighs) like right you 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 need to do your best all the time but your best is different depending on where you are in the (laughs) hierarchy right like if you're at the very bottom like making some 100%. posts and crawling back yeah. under the covers might be like a really good job like yeah <laughs> you know i mean but but we, at the top, even i speak it's to it's this in my yoga bigger. classes too
1: right it's like you might show up one day to like a vinyasa class right and you're like i am feeling so good i did every pose i did one breath one movement I took the, like, harder option. And then the next day you might, like, come back, you know, later that week and just, like, didn't sleep well, right. had a hard day at work, whatever. And, like, you just lay in child's pose for 20 minutes. And, like, really good job. we have to listen to our bodies. Yeah. And we don't listen to that in body <laughs> wisdom. And that's what gets us so often, I think, out of balance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe part of that too is like, like in our culture where it's so normal to be, you know, your productivity is your worth. If you're resting, if you're in child's pose, you know, you might be the only one. You have to like, you know, kind of go against the grain a little bit to yeah, it
1: really does your rest and, and, I, and that kind of really that, coach, that takes a lot of courage like too, especially my yoga students that like I'm gonna tell you to do all these things try to guide, you, but I say almost every one of my classes you are your own best teacher you and your body i'm just here to guide you and give you some options you can take any resting shape yeah
0: yeah i always say you are the expert of your own body to me
1: it's just like giving people permission like i've had so much feedback in the past you know almost two years i've been teaching since i graduated and people will come up to me so often and just say, like, I've never had permission before to just like, do what I to do. So I try to give them that permission. And then I also, in yoga classes, will try to do like a flow on your own portion where we'll we build like, a flow together. And then I say, okay, I'm going to shut up. Yeah. You go do and move your body. And you can always tell new folks to my classes, they're like looking around, like, what do you mean? And I've Feedback from people say like, like I, I mean how? <laughs> that I'm worried I'm not doing it right, and so they've started to like unpack that message of like, it doesn't matter if they do it right necessarily, right? Like if safe, yeah. and listening to their body and moving, that's right. so much more powerful than like, doing the six poses I just
0: asked them to do. Right, right, and well, I don't know. Maybe this is a little off base. You let me know. But when I think of like the Earth and like the universe and you know humans us, yeah. I think of this as all like really connected, right? So how do you think like build, building your own personal resilience, practicing that self care and like taking care of yourself can yeah create that I ripple mean, effect or back that impact? To on a bigger a level. And
1: I've heard this phrase of hurt people hurt people, healed people heal people. And so I know that if I'm not doing my yoga, my meditation, like my walks, mm-hmm. eating three meals a day, which all sound very basic, but if I'm not doing those things, I'm not going to feel the best. I'm not going to be focused and I'm not going to be able to show up and give my yeah. full presence to whomever is in front of me, whether that's, the climate you know client that i'm working with on a strategic plan or the yoga student who's like i want to figure out how to do crow and they're like kind of embarrassed and unsure to ask it's like how do i show up for them by showing up for myself first so i can have clients and then honestly like my husband and my family and yeah. like the people i care about around me because then that gives them their full attention from me right and it helps them start to prioritize their own self right and it helps us all do the work we're meant to do and find the joy that we're meant to find in this life
0: how can someone begin to take
1: yeah personal climate action like I always kind of encourage people to like step back and build like a little Venn diagram or a chart, right? Maybe it's a vision board, whatever. However, you're a learner, but kind of building that document and saying like, "What am I good at? Yeah, what do you care about, and then combining and finding what's in the middle yeah. of that. Yeah, and then seeing what skills that you have. I think people often think right. that they have to like go back to school. You don't have to go back to school to work climate change right but it's finding out what you're already good at so say for instance yeah. you're like super good at computer coding like could you volunteer for or like work with an organization yeah. you know that's like cash strapped or working on in the environmental issues they need to be out in the field maybe you could come and say, hey i noticed your website yeah. is a little out of date yeah. and i need i want to help you guys and i've got this great skill set like how can i help you work on your website like that's just one example but if you're educator, well right it's like, like take the you skill you already have that's
0: like i would never
1: have thought try of that. it it's you don't have to like learn all these new skills necessarily <laughs> if you want to you totally can um and then it's just starting where you are in your home and when i work with folks one-on-one within their homes or businesses i try to encourage yeah. them to like Tell me what, like, what problem they have mm. in their home. Like, maybe they're like, I need, I want to compost, but my kitchen is, like, chaotic, or, like, I don't, I'm afraid of smell. And, like, focus on that one big change you want to make, or even one small change you want to make. Maybe it's buying the compost bin. Yeah. Or maybe it's, like, right. starting to save your vegetable scraps, putting them in, like I said, walk baggie, freezing them, and then using that to, like, make vegetable stock you know when you get a full bag or in a compost pile maybe you've got a community garden like pick the one thing you either really care about already or the one thing like already a problem for you that you're like I have all this like trash and like I want to not have so
0: much trash yeah so it sounds like thinking like about what skills you have and how you can apply them in a way to, you know, be of service in that area. Breaking yeah. things down into like small, take one small problem that you can fix, and then also like how can exactly. you like make like, your so actual life easier. Like, we think we have to go at, at the same and,
1: time, like, live off the grid and never drive a car, and like that works wow. for some people. People, but I would probably right. guess that most people are not going to go live off the grid. You know, they're not going right, to probably feed themselves like a homesteader. Right. I have friends that do that <laughs> and I love them and I think it's amazing, but I don't think it's practical or realistic for everyone, you know? <laughs> so why not make some small changes, get that momentum, right. that habit built, right. and then go from there, you know? Maybe you do decide to get an electric vehicle. There's great tax incentives coming from the Inflation Reduction Act soon. Like, maybe that's something you want to do and save up money for. But maybe you just want to use like a different kind of dish soap that comes in like a bar, like a bar soap, you know, like a plastic bottle. Like, those are all valuable.
0: They're just right. It's different. It's like not only your skills, but I always say this with my coaching clients for their businesses. Like, what time do you have? What energy? What money do you have? Like, you might be able to just donate a bunch of money to a place if that's what you have available to you. And then like your skills and things like this. And how can you apply it to what you want to do? Thank you for that. It's really great you know, advice. Oh, I, <laughs> I definitely will have some things to think about <laughs> how I, I will definitely. Is there um, sure, anything yeah. that you're currently so offering I am that getting you ready to, share to about?
1: launch and take on some one-on-one burnout recovery clients? So whether you're in the sustainability field or you're just, you know, a human who's lived in the world the past five years or so and that's like needs some extra support. So I have about three months of a program. We'd work together every other week, one on one, go through what your trigger and issue areas are, and we'll come up with a plan of action to start getting you back on the right track. So I'm calling it my burnout recovery program. Um, it's really I'm excited about it. I know that the skills that I've gained to support myself skills that everybody needs and then I want to share with as many people as possible
0: yes I think that kind of offering is so needed in the world right now because there's just I think a chronic yeah I don't want to use the word pandemic but like an overwhelming amount of burnout in the general population so thank you for putting that out into the world is there Hmm,
1: Anything else question. you want um, to share before we end this time? I will just offer to anyone who's listening right now or watching this later, you know, or listening to the podcast later, right? Um, if you are interested in climate change or, you know, you're in the midst of burnout and you want to work together, but you're not really sure, reach out to me. Like, DM me, send me a message. We can talk about some strategies. Maybe I'm a good fit, but maybe I can just send you on your path. I want to help. And I want to help people take actionable steps, meeting them where they are. You don't have to go off the grid. You don't have to blow up your whole life. You can take steps today to
0: feel better and make an impact. Thank you so much. And yeah, I encourage everyone to go follow Danny, say hi, follow along with her journey of entrepreneurship and i thank everyone for joining danny and i on yoga 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 corner chats today you can find all the information you need to find danny and what she has to offer in the caption or the show notes of this episode the yoga corner chats replays can be found most places you listen to podcasts i'm still working on google podcasts Please don't forget to give me a review and subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss out on future Yoga Corner chats. Have a great yeah, an day and chat soon. Bye. It was good to chat with you, Danny.